1: Hey, thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt. Our podcast is sponsored by Alliance Defending Freedom. ADF provides help at no cost to those whose liberty is being violated, but they can't do it without your help. Call 800-691-8969. That's 800-691-8969. Or visit townhallreview.com.
2: A chappy who has the morning watch here. On Salem, my fellow faculty member, a legend in radio, he is Hugh Hewitt. Hugh, are you there?
1: I am. I've never been called a chappy before, Seb, so I like that. You're, you're,
2: you're a decent bloke as well, a chappy, that's a decent bloke. That's talk, an, right? An, an all-round decent chappy. Um,
1: that's English talk. I like it is, that. It that's is. It is. I know you're really an funny.
2: Anglophile deep down. I know you're an Anglophile deep down.
1: I am. I am. I am. And I'm a Boris Johnson file, and I hope you are as well.
2: I am. I am. I, I think... Uh, He's got an uphill battle, but uh, yeah, I think uh, if anybody can actually get the will of the people to be expressed as it should after three years, it might be Bojo. Let's talk about. Let's
1: talk about Dominic Cummings, the said Gorka of the (laughs) United Kingdom.
2: I think Donald Cum- Cummings is a kind of split between me and Bannon. He's halfway between me and Bannon. He's not quite the Darth Vader, not quite the, the, the personality that I am. But that's an interesting analysis. We're going to have to have you in for my new podcast. Write it down, Jeff. Hugh Hewitt for an hour on Gawker's Cabinet. It must be done. But I want to talk to you today, Hugh, because we had a great Salem event in Phoenix last night with Mike Gallagher, Larry Elder, Michelle Malkin. And I took the red eye back, and usually I don't listen to your show live. I catch it on podcasts, but today I landed in the wee hours and was listening to your show. And your analysis of, I don't call it the whistleblower, I call it the hearsay blower. Your analysis of this crazy hearsay latest scandal, you had one summary, and I want you to expand on it, because I thought it was so on the money. You said, the whistleblower took a shot at Donald Trump, and he
1: hit the Bidens. Would you care to expand? Yes. Yes, because in the whistleblower call, the the president and the newly elected president of Ukraine talk about Joe Biden. Until that moment, until the transcript was released, I was unaware of Joe Biden's bragging to the Council on Foreign Relations that he had obliged the Ukrainian governor Uh, The Ukrainian president to fire the prosecutor in Ukraine. And until that whistleblower transcript was posted, I did not know with a rough transcript of the call. I did not know that Hunter Biden had received three million or more dollars from a Ukrainian gas and oil company. I was totally did not know. Didn't actually know much about Hunter Biden. I tend not to care much about the children of presidents. I generally consider them off limit unless they are involved, like Donald Jr. as a campaign spokesperson, I'll play cuts of that and that sort of thing. But I I really had no knowledge of Hunter Biden, no interest in discussing what is a rather checkered past, but to discover that he had been paid $3 million over the same period that his father was vice president and that his father intervened to fire a Ukrainian official That is, in some accounts, said to be investigating the company that Hunter Biden served on the board of, is itself the appearance of impropriety as recognized. I have subsequently, because of this whistleblower, went back and read a New Yorker article, which I had not read, which lays out in grimace inducing detail the very sad side of Hunter Biden's life. But one side of his life which isn't sad, it's simply egregious, is the uh, exploiting of his father's position as vice president to become, if not wealthy, then uh, well compensated. Uh, apparently, he has some large debts. I don't, I can't tell from the article. And so, when they set out to expose Donald Trump for an innocuous and, I believe, ultimately risible complaint yes. about his conversation with the Ukrainian president. Uh, lodged by people who have evidently never heard presidents talk about or with foreign leaders, as I have and as you have, then uh, my attention drove in. And if they move forward with impeachment, and I don't know if you agree with me, Seb, I want them to hold the vote today Yes. establish a select committee. I want to get everyone on the record. I want to get the witnesses up there. I want to get it done right now. And and
2: OK, so here I have to ask the question. Uh, you you have very good connections. You you walk on the other side. You're on the shows. The Nancy knows she doesn't have the numbers. She knows there are 30 Democrats in districts that Donald Trump won. She knows she cannot get a supermajority in the Senate. And she knows if it goes to the Senate, we can subpoena the, the, the right can, can subpoena anybody we want, including Hunter Biden. Is yeah. this just a circus, Hugh Hewitt?
1: Yes, it is. I think it's a sideshow. I do not believe there will ever be a vote on articles of impeachment. Uh, and and I believe that the idea that the impeachment process is different today than it was a week ago is a charade. It's the same yes. committees. Right. Nothing has changed. Nothing. And they're just saying, look at this hand. While at this hand, I've got a hat and a rabbit. And I'm on Meet the Press this Sunday. And I look forward to saying this is, in my opinion, a diversion from the forthcoming IG report. And yes. I'm kind of on fire about this because Kimberly Strassel, your friend and mine. You put you push her, new her brand new book oh, so many times
2: gosh. today. I learned from Hugh: if you don't mention the book seven times on your radio show, you haven't serviced your guest well. The book is Resistance at All Costs, Hugh. In in the in the last minute we have with you. He's Hugh Hewitt. He has the morning show here on Salem. Law professor, uh, uh, president of the Nixon Foundation, all around good egg, as we say in the UK. Good chappy. Good Good chappy and good egg. Um, Is this going to actually be good for Donald Trump and those who subscribe to the MAGA agenda?
1: Uh, I believe so. I think the president ought to call for an immediate vote on the establishment of a select committee. I think Kevin McCarthy should vote for the establishment of a select committee. And I believe that they ought to move as quickly as possible to get articles on the floor and voted. And over to the Senate, if Democrats are dumb enough to do it because the American people know a fraud when they see it, this is a fraud.
2: You heard it right here from my fellow faculty member, Hugh Hewitt. Follow him on Twitter at Hugh Hewitt and HughHewitt.com. Hugh, thank you for making time today. I'm Sebastian
1: Walker. Hey, thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt. Our podcast is sponsored by Alliance Defending Freedom. ADF provides help at no cost to those whose liberty is being violated, but they can't do it without your help. Call 800-691-8969. That's 800-691-8969.